Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's Not You, It's Them, but it might be you with me, la la la, let me explain, and today I've got such a banging guest with me. In the studio, I've got Megan Barton Hansen, who you probably know from 2018's season of Love Island. I fell in love with you, Megan, after that season of Love Island, because I remember all this stuff around people talking about women having sex and body counts and stuff like that. Uh, and you really being bold and fucking ballsy about the fact that women are judged so differently to men you do only fans now and you're earning a fuck ton of money from that and you absolutely own it and everything I've ever seen you do has just made me love you more and more and respect you more and more I think you're such a it feels like a strong feminist voice who stands for women and just gives no fucks yeah like to me I think I've always just gone for what I wanted I think as much as in I don't know social situations I can be a bit of an introvert I feel like you've got one life and you just got to do what makes you happy and it's always bugged me that women are held to a different standard than men yeah the double standards are absolutely wild aren't they and you've got your own podcast haven't you and I love the, can you tell everyone the title of your podcast it's called you come first so a bit of a double meaning there but I feel like it's important I think again as women we're always putting ourselves second whether we're someone's daughter someone's mother someone's friend someone's partner and I think as women we don't put ourselves first and we should in all senses oh absolutely (laughs) I mean I bang on about that and you're about to start a third season of that aren't you yeah it's coming soon I can't wait all right we are going to put the world to rights and answer some people's dating dilemmas, some listeners' questions that they have sent in, and we are together going to help them out and get them to make the best decisions. So the first one says, Hello, Lola. I need some advice. I'm 35, and I haven't dated anyone seriously for a number of years. I've recently started dating someone. He's quite a bit older than me at 48. It's all going well, and we're happy. However, he's showing some red flag behaviour. He's been very snappy at tiny things, for example. And it takes me a while to pull down my walls and let someone in, which I guess is quite standard. And with him, I really had let him in. But last night he said to me, I love the potential of the person that you will be, but you're not there yet, which is an awful thing to hear. I'm just a bit concerned that I'll be putting my time and effort into something that's going nowhere. I'm seeing him tonight, so I will talk to him about it. I've let him know that I have something to discuss based on what he said, but do you think this is all just 
pointless. Should I try to rebuild the walls and protect myself or just dip out altogether? I mean, I don't like his attitude. Horrible. The potential of who you can be. Sorry, sir, who asked for your opinion? Yeah. On the potential of who I can be. It sounds like an employer, like you've you've shown great uh, a great start, but, you know, let's wait till your probation to see if you can become the employee of the month. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like it's some kind of a review at work. What? what? Why is he dating her in the first place if he's like, oh, the potential of who you can be? Surely yeah. he's there for who she is now as a person. And you know what? You should never date anyone's potential. I think this is what a lot of women get wrong when they date men Mm. who are absolute fucking losers. But we're like, I see potential. He's he's like living in a skip at the moment. But (laughs) he said he's starting his own business. He he's got crypto. You know? I mean, no, don't date potential. Yeah. So what's he doing? Why is he dating somebody who he thinks he's got potential but is not there yet? I think it's negging. I think it's like an intentional. Because he's 48, he should know better. Mm. And I do think it sounds like that intentional kind of thing of like, I want to bring you down a peg or two. I want you to feel a little bit shit about yourself, but knowing that you've got the hope, like if you strive to do better, you you know, you can please me and, 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 and you can, you'll finally get me. But right now you're not doing good enough. So do better, babe. Yeah. It's a very controlling thing. It's trying to almost, I've had it with a few guys. They love the idea of like a strong, independent woman at the beginning. And then really they're a bit insecure. So they try and chip away at your self-esteem. And I feel like that's what's going on here. Like to say, oh, you're not quite there yet. You just need to improve on this and this. And I bet the things that he wants her to improve on or to become her full potential are things that are going to benefit him. Mm -hmm. Be more submissive to him be more I don't know work your diary around what suits him yeah I feel yeah I I, I reckon your instinct is 100% right there and I I think the fact that that there's also other red flags like she's saying he's being snappy at tiny little things Mm. I think that you've got too many red flags here for it to be even worth pursuing really Um, which is a shame but actually we need to get really good at cutting shit off yeah, that's it's, not good that it's so soon and he's yeah. getting snappy. I think maybe don't do a me, cut it off straight away because that's the easy way out. I feel like I am a bit like that. That's my weakness. I'll, if something's not working out, I don't have the time, I'm busy, I'm like, just cut it off, it's done. Um, but I think like if there is a spark there or there was at the beginning, just pull him up and say, like, I don't like your attitude, why you're being so snappy for? And like the potential thing really offended me. Like, mm. You're not my boss. You're not my father. Like, what's the issue? Yeah. The red flags are happening too soon and I I, I wouldn't stick around. All right, let's answer the next listener's question, which says, I'm a 27-year-old female and I've been with my 29-year-old boyfriend for just under a year and things are going really well but something is bothering me. He didn't buy me a Christmas card or present. Now, I know it's not all about gifts, but his reason was I can't afford one. This guy earns 50k a year plus bonus and commission on top of that. He lives with his mum, so he has minimal overheads. And just before Christmas, he paid nearly 10 grand into an investment and £3,000 for a trip with his friends. He spent over £1,000 on sunglasses and nearly £1,000 on luggage. And I said to him prior to Christmas, if you can't get me a gift, at least get me a Christmas card. But nothing. 
For his birthday, he was gifted a spa day from his friends, which is now booked over my birthday weekend. And he said, that's my birthday gift. I'm not an ungrateful or greedy person, but I just want some thought and effort putting in. I'm not sure how to approach this topic with him, but I've literally been raging. What would you do? How would you approach this topic? Block and run away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's pretty shit, isn't it? No, I just think that's like the ultimate levels of disrespect to then go and say how much you've spent on luggage, your boy's holiday and not get even a card that you've gone out your way to say, look, if you're skint this month, fair. But it costs nothing to make her a nice, like, slap-up meal for her, give her a massage, like, put, like, set the scene, candles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Effort costs nothing. Literally nothing. But this man can afford... Yeah, you know, clearly quite a lot if you're spending a grand on luggage. Like, exactly. what? And sunglasses. I always lose sunglasses and sit on them and stuff. So, like... I'm not spending any big money. But you're right, it's that disrespect. It's the, it's the lack of thought. It's, it's almost giving her a message, really, I think, about the priority levels in his life. Yeah, it's crazy. I think at best, it's like lazy and a bit thoughtless. I think at worst, he's intentionally giving you messages with this lack of care, mm. really. Grow up and be a yeah, man. Grow up. Exactly that. <laughs> sort your finances out, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, the next one says Hi, Lala. I've been ghosted. After going to meet a guy who I'd been dating and actually went to join him on his holiday after Christmas. I saw him on dating apps when we got back asked him for an explanation that night and he said he didn't want to talk about it as his stepdad had died suddenly that evening. We then had messages back and forth for a bit and then I stopped. The weekend that I stopped, he contacted me drunk but we really had no conversation. Later that week, I reached out and asked to meet up again and he said he wouldn't be meeting ever again and still wouldn't give me an answer as to why because... That day was the funeral. Have you got any ideas why someone would pay £700 for you to fly out to meet them, have a great time, and then just suddenly act like that? This is quite brutal, but I feel like he's just seeing her as, like, a booty call and, Mm. like, a bit of fun. As soon as he's got back to real life, it's like he's just cut her off. Yeah. Like, oh, it's fine when he's out on his holiday and he wants to party and drink and have someone to cuddle. Mm. And then as soon as he gets back to real life, he's just gone AWOL. That's the thing. I mean, to me, £700 is a lot of money. But for some people, that's literally a drop in the ocean. So for him, maybe that wasn't even such a big deal. Like you say, it's just like it's hardly anything to get this hot woman out to have a bit of fun with me on holiday. Whereas she's in it's like, 700 quid, why would you put that investment into something that you're not fully invested in? Yeah, well, as a normal person, you would think that if someone's, like, wanting you to come on holiday with them, they're flying you out, they must be like, oh, he really wants to get to know me, spend some quality time, make some memories. That's, like, a normal, logical thing to think, but he's the one acting crazy. Like, he's gone back to his, like, nine-to-five or his job, and he's just, like, gone. Yeah. Do you think that the stepdad really died? I mean, I don't want to call him a liar, especially about something so deep, but if he had any respect for this lady, like, he would say, okay, it's a really tough time right now, but the whole 
time period between the day that he died when he originally texted her that he can't talk about it and the funeral. That's a whole chunk of time that he mm. could have addressed it, said, look, I'm really sorry if I led you on, let me take you for a coffee, let's go for a drink and talk about this. Yeah. It's just a severe lack of respect from men on yeah. these messages. What yeah. is going on? I know, it makes me so sad. And you know what makes me sad is like every single one of my messages is always like, I'm dating this really amazing guy, everything's going really well, but... And then it's this but that's like but he doesn't fucking respect you. And why are we sitting there like begging to be respected and questioning what's wrong with us that they don't want to respect us when it's not us, it's them, yeah. you know? That's a very much him issue. It's like he wants all the fun and the holiday romance, but when he gets back to the real life, he can't be bothered to commit. That's yeah. given commitment issues from his side. Yeah. And the reason I ask, like, do you believe if the step that the stepdad died is like, because so many of them lie mm. about such extreme shit. Like the amount of guys that are like, they must have had 10 nans because <laughs> nan just keeps fucking dying. You know what I mean? And the lengths they'll go to to lie is crazy as well, men. I think women, we're just more direct, aren't we? If we're not yeah. feeling something, we'll just say it. Yeah. But to not sit her down and give her excuse, I think there's nothing wrong with that. If he genuinely just wanted a bit of fun on his holiday and then when he got drunk, he called her and he just sees her as that, that's fine if that's what he wants, but communicate that. Say, yeah. look, I respect you so much as a person, but for me, I'm not in that like mindset to have something serious. I'm just looking for like the odd hookup or like a fun holiday. If you're down for that, let's carry on. Yeah. But communicate. Exactly that. And, th and that's it. It's him. And we can't actually speculate because, you know, she wants us to... To, to give her the answer as to why would somebody do that? And actually, you just don't know, do you? Like, anything could happen. Maybe his stepdad really did die and he's totally fucked up emotionally. He doesn't know how to process those emotions. Sadly, a lot of men do find it really difficult to express emotions, particularly to women. It makes them feel vulnerable. They haven't had therapy, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And if that's the case, back off. Mm. Give him that space and and potentially he might come back and, and actually be able to apologise for the way that he handled it and whatever in future and if he does then there's potential for you to to maybe pick that one up again but also you know it could be a million different other reasons it could be that he's really got a girlfriend and they split up during that time and he just wanted to fuck someone and now they're back together or yeah it could be so many different things and we can't tell you the answer but the answer is if you feel disrespected well, I mean he's ghosted her anyway so there's not much she can do but try to not take it personally yeah. uh, and realise it's definitely way more to do with him than it is to do with you. Yeah. At least be able to actually speak. Like, you know, that would be the first thing. Like, speak your emotions, speak how you feel. Because he would, if that was one of his boys and there was like, oh, I need to talk to you today about X, Y and Z. I've just been sacked from my job. I'm sure he'd make time to speak to one of his boys Yeah, on them days. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is what I always think. Like, you're telling someone, you're talking to someone, you're not ghosting your mate, you're not ghosting your boss. Like, this whole thing of like, oh, I've been so sad. I, I haven't spoken to anyone. Yes, you have. You've communicated. Fuck off. Like, so I hate when they come with like, it's been an emergency. We've been in the hospital the whole time. Fuck you. I was by my nan's deathbed the whole time and I still was texting people. Everyone's still got their phone glued to them. She was fucking comatose. Like, <laughs> I should, she didn't need me to communicate. I could still tell people, I'm with my nan, she's dying. Like, I can't meet you later, you know? Yeah. It's life. It's normal to don't fucking act like you're there with no phone access to anyone and that's why you've ghosted. Fuck off. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care 
a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I knew I'd love your answers. I knew I'd love having <laughs> I didn't you. Didn't know I was being too savage. No, you're but the I would just best. rather tell someone, or if it was me, and I'm like, is this guy into me or not? I'd rather my friend just say, look, there's no respect there. Yeah. Keep it moving. Get chatting to someone who is going to treat you properly. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So, as always, you know, I'm the ick queen. And <laughs> I always ask my guests to give us an example of times when they have got the ick. Okay. So, tell me about your icks, Megan. Full disclosure here. Last year and the year before, I was furiously dating. Like, furiously I felt like I'd worked so hard I'd always put work as a priority so the last two years was like a mission to get a boyfriend so I'd gone on so many dates so can I just ask where were you meeting them do you go on dating apps and things like oh, that oh it's terrible so I had Raya the oh, yeah. um, dating app and then I have a column with Vice magazine and I accidentally exposed Channing Tatum for being on there even though it was public knowledge so I thought I was well in my remit to mention him because it was yeah. already out went to sign in the next day thanks for your support in our community we no longer need you <gasps> oh you got blocked for Raya <laughs> like, there's so many hot guys on there like imagine if Post Malone get single how else are we ever going to connect with him um so yeah block from there so I just use hinge now wow yeah and then that got taken down at first because they thought I was a catfish I was like just because I've been on tv for like two weeks I still need to date too yeah but this now makes me feel like I can never use hinge if this is the fucking competition I've got out of here what the fuck Behave. how can I I can't oh, I'm just might as well just fucking I don't know where I'm gonna go but no, maybe get on there. plenty There's of some... fish <laughs> anyway sorry I rudely interrupted sorry. your, your ex going so one of them, he was a Michelin star chef and I love my food. So mm. I was like, perfect. Imagine having a chef as a boyfriend. We got there. He's wearing socks and Birkenstocks, which I found was quite strange for a first day. Yeah. Like, And then he told me he had like apprentices in training them in the kitchen. He goes, yeah, just, you know, changing people's lives, making people's dreams come true. And I burst out laughing. <laughs> he was deadpan. He was genuinely serious. And I was like, no. This can't be real. Who in the hell does he think he is? Yeah. Like, absolute narcissist. Yeah. So yeah. that was a big ick. I couldn't even take the date seriously. I think I wrapped it up really quickly. That is very icky, that that level of, like, just taking yourself so fucking seriously. Like, if I met someone, I'd never be like, I'm changing women's lives. Even what? though actually I am. But, <laughs> <laughs> but never. That, that is very ick. Isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. And he also lied about his height. He said he was, like, 5'10", and I love a tall guy. But I was like... He could cook really nice food for you, Meg. So let's just overlook the height. He definitely was like five, 
seven, five, eight. Oh, God. I'm five foot three, so I've got, I can't say anything to anybody. But I do prefer tall guys as well. But um, Tinder Translators, I think she's changing her Instagram name to Aileen Barrett. She's done quite a few good posts calling out women for that whole height thing. And I'm still very much in that, and I do need to, to to unlearn it. But you know, like, when men are like, I don't like fat girls, I don't like girls with small tits or whatever, we're all like, yo, like, how dare you? But yet we're all out here like, he needs to be six foot three. And, and actually, a lot of that is to do with the patriarchy and what makes a man. And, and actually, I think we do need to let go of some of that because... Yeah, because we actually then, there are probably some five foot seven kings, you know what I mean? Who yeah. would treat us so well, but we're like, mm. I have mm. dated a few short kings, to be honest. Yeah. But I don't know. It's probably, if I deep it, it's probably more a me issue because I want to feel small and petite. Yeah. Then I have to go for an absolute giant it's of a man. It's the same for me. Or maybe it's a sexual thing. Like in my head, I'm just picturing us having sex. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be massive like Jason Momoa. Mm. <laughs> Listen, I ain't judging it because I'm still stuck in it. I'm not claiming to be like out of that mentality yet. I just know that people listening might be like, mm, hang on, this is very toxic masculinity. This is mm. expecting men to be a certain way when actually it's got nothing to do with the outside exterior. And I need to grow up with that. And I'm I'm less like that now, but, but still I am attracted to what I'm attracted to but I am also aware that you know what it's informed by and that we should probably you know be more open-minded yeah. I definitely need to be more open-minded yeah. yeah me too have you got another ick okay so this guy comes to meet me in my area um at like a local bar and it's really just like family as old people it's not really like a bougie place where you'll bump into people you know we get out the car and he gets a brand new box with new trainers in and proceeds to change his shoes from the ones I've already seen him in as he's picked me up from mine to the bar to then on the pavement be hopping around, putting on a new pair of trainers. And they were just exactly this. They were just like Air Force Ones. But like doing it in the street with like his feet hopping around. <laughs> I was like, who is this for? I said, look, I've seen the old trainers on you now. Like they're perfectly fine. Like let's just go in rather than make a scene on the street. And he was adamant to put these new box fresh trainers on. I was just like, oh. what on earth? But it was the hopping and the like uh. limping on the car. And I was just like, what's happening? Who are you trying to impress? Uh. Like Sandra in the bar. Like surely I'm the only one you're trying to impress here. What on earth? Oh, that's that so weird. weird. And like, why didn't you put them on before the date? Mate, you, uh, I think he said something about like driving in them, increasing them. I was like, oh, no, that that's. <laughs> oh my god, no. But then you've just looked even more of a Wally, like hopping in the street while I'm watching you, like your mum, like while you train your shoes, rather than just having a little crease in your tie. Oh my god, he has driving Air Force Ones and walking Air Force Ones <laughs> so that he doesn't get greasy. Are you twelve, bro? Like. <laughs> A, another one that needs to grow up. So icky. That is so ick. I support both your icks fully. Uh, thank you for today. I I absolutely have loved every second of being with you. I think you're such a joy. I love following you on Instagram. And I can't wait for the next season of your podcast. Thank you so much. Keep your eyes out for that. And in fact, I will share it. I'll thank share a you. link to it. You when, have to uh, come on. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> I'd be honoured. Uh, so we'll make sure we do some crossover promo with that so that you guys don't miss Megan's podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Had so much fun. Bye. <laughs> la la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.